0: Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pet Biz Hive Tip Tuesday. So, I just wanted to chat with you guys for a few minutes about something that I saw come across my Facebook feed. Now, I don't know how many of you follow Amy Toman, uh, she does, of course, Pet Sitter SEO. And those of us that have worked with her before have really enjoyed her insight into Google and SEO on our websites and how we can most effectively use our marketing abilities, every tool that we have available to us to grow our pet businesses. She just recently posted a very interesting article that was, Oh, a little bit of a statistical assessment of how people are viewing Google reviews these days. Now, the most interesting thing that I found in this is reflective of something I've talked about many times, which is working on, of course, your actual Google My Business uh, representation. So if someone just goes to the internet and puts in your business name this is that little section that pops up that shows of course your business name it shows your reviews it shows you know specific things about your company as long as you've built out your profile of course like your operating hours where you're located bios pictures posts there really are so many different things you can put in there it's like its own little microcosm of marketing if you are not taking advantage of it You absolutely should, because the Google algorithm, meaning the way that they are going to pop your name out there and make sure that they can match up who you are and what you do to a potential client's inquiry, um, it is super important to make sure that you are telling Google what you want them to know about your business. Now. Of course, I've mentioned to you how important Google reviews can be, and that you really should aggressively be pursuing those. I think that is a missed opportunity for a lot of pet businesses. Many times it is just because you get so busy. It's hard to stop in the middle of a busy workday to really focus on asking for reviews from your clients. It could be that you do have something that you send out occasionally, and you send occasional asks. Um, You might have a basic strategy built out. It might be where you only think about asking when someone pays you a compliment. Uh, Whatever the situation is, you really need to have a strategy behind this. Now in our company, the strategy is every Tuesday, uh, our manager does look through and see who has returned from a trip. And she sends out a, uh, an automated uh, reply in our system, an automated message from our system that you know, explains to the client, of course, how important it is to us to have reviews and how valuable it is to our business. You definitely need to communicate this to your clients. They might not even understand, unless of course they are entrepreneurs themselves, how truly important reviews and social proof are to any business Um, and definitely to a business that is so deeply personal as a pet business or especially an in-home pet business that is taking care, of course, of their home and their four-legged kids. So, you know, you might need to educate them a little bit about that. Now, in our request for a review, we do like to specify to them, you know, don't just go in there and give us five stars. That really doesn't do a whole lot for our business. Uh, Go in there and, you know, explain what service you used and why you used it and, you know, why you were looking for a service and how that service has benefited you you know, as much as they can put in there as possible is great. And of course, uh, it does sound more legitimate and Google might not have as many issues with leaving them up there because of course, right now Google is getting a little picky about some of their reviews. I know I have been affected by this also. Actually just yesterday we had another positive review removed from our profile and, uh, You know, now I got to go back to that drawing board. Of course, when you're really working hard to increase the number of reviews, if one drops off, that kind of, you know, chaps you off a little bit. So back to the article that was posted. The most interesting thing I found on there, like I said, does coordinate with my urge to you to work on your reviews is the stats that they found on how many positive reviews people usually like to read before they decide to use your service this was really telling to me so one to four. Eleven percent of the respondents said that they usually read one to four positive reviews before deciding to use a company of respondents said that they like to see five to nine positive reviews. 37% said 10 to 20 reviews. And then 20% wanted to see over 20 positive reviews before deciding to use a service. Now this of course does not count any direct referrals If you have a client, friend, family member, anyone, pet professional that refers your service directly, that that type of a close rate is much more significant. This is specifically talking about people who were looking for a service, did not have a service in mind specifically, and got to your Google review and how many they needed to actually see before being inclined to use your service. So if you think about that, at least 70% of, of course, their sample group says that they need to read between five and 20 positive reviews. So consider that with your own company and the reviews that you have. There was also additional data in the article about How people usually look at reviews. So, you know, consider do you have regular recent reviews? You know, you don't want to go in there and do a review blitz once a year because if you have a bunch of reviews that come in once and then for the next three months there's like one here, one there, and it's not very consistent. If you have someone who makes a lot of their buying decisions based off of recent reviews, uh, they might not be inclined to use your service. So make sure you are asking regularly so your reviews come in on a consistent basis. You don't want your most recent review to be from six months ago, right? You know, you want to see something from a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, So make sure that you've got those reviews coming in consistently. I know I do sort by newest also. I don't always just look at the five stars. You know, it it was interesting because uh, one of the other statistics was talking about, you know, people that prefer reading five star versus four star, you know, using, of course, Google's five star system. Many times I will personally go in there and I will read the one star reviews. Uh, Just to find out what they have to say, you know, many times you can determine pretty quickly that one-star reviews are the crazy people, especially in our industry, right? Or at least we hope, of course, that all of you listeners out there run really amazing businesses and it's only your crazies that give you one-star reviews and they aren't legit reviews, right? So you really need to think about, of course, the, the volume of reviews that you have, what that says about your company you need to make sure you do have some sort of a strategy for getting additional new reviews on a regular basis. Of course, there are companies out there that you can hire to help you boost that process. They have automated systems that will, um, you know, ping your clients on a regular basis, asking them to write a review for your company. Those are definitely available. I've found those to be a little more pricey than what you would normally have, you know, investment wise, if you just had your own internal program. So I do urge you to make sure that you have something available. Uh, I'm sure you can find, of course, this article if you go out there in the blogosphere. Uh, and finding some information, additional information and statistics on this. It was a very interesting read, but definitely how many positive reviews people wanted to read before making a decision was uh, definitely a bug in my ear that I wanted to share with you and uh, might see if I could drop that link down in the show notes so you guys can access that article yourself to read when you have some spare time, which of course we all have so much spare time, right? Okay. Well, thank you for listening this week to our tip Tuesday. Make it a great one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at petsitterguru.com. What is your next best move?